Welcome to They Might Be Librarians, a production of the Plainfield-Guilford Township Public Library. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and please rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. But only if you like us. Why wouldn't you? I'm Nick. I'm the Adult Services Supervisor. I'm Lauren Weddle. I'm the Teen Services Supervisor. I'm Crystal. I'm the Youth Services Manager. I'm Joanna Sproul, the Community Liaison. And uh, we've got a really active month ahead of us for mm-hmm. November. It's There's a lot going on and the big Thanksgiving holiday. So with that being said, uh, let's talk about food for fines. So for the first three weeks of November, we will be accepting non-perishable food items, personal hygiene products, paper towels, and cleaning products in exchange for... Uh, amnesty for your fines so for each individually wrapped item we'll knock a dollar off of your fine balance where are the items going the items will be going to our uh, our little free pantries that are set up all over the town we've got one in front of the library and there are several and strategic places and locations all throughout uh plainfield so just a heads up We are taking non-perishable food items, but they must not be expired. They must Mm -hmm. be unopened, and we can't take glass containers. But anything else is fair game. Uh, I think we've already received a can of baked beans. Uh, We're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So bring your stuff by, and even if you don't have fines, we'll gladly take it. And if you do have fines, it's a good way to knock them all down. How much money are we waiving in exchange for the canned goods one dollar per individually wrapped item what else do we have going on this month well we've got a lot uh veterans day is also happening during november and this year we are bringing in local author speaker and historian ron may to present his work on his books our service our stories which chronicle uh the the personal tales of World War II veterans in central Indiana. Uh, Ron is a really wonderful speaker. We had him here for the 75th anniversary of D-Day doing his uh, his Ernie Pyle program, and we're really excited to have him back on Monday, November 11th, actual Veterans Day, from 6.30 to 7.30. So we hope to see you. It's a free event. Come on down. Due to the Thanksgiving holiday, we will be closing early on Wednesday, November 27th. We will be closing at 5 p.m. And we will be closed all day on Thursday, November 28th for the Thanksgiving holiday. So what else is going on this month? The Friends of the Library are going to have a Panera fundraiser on, on Tuesday, November 5th from 4 to 8. So if you don't have any dinner plans that day, definitely swing by and... Mention the Friends of the Library fundraiser. Excellent. I'll be sure to do that. And uh, we've got a big party going on on Friday, November 8th, don't we, Joanna? Yes, we do. It is the Make an Impression Art Gallery Reception. It's from 6 to 8.30. We will have uh, high school, Hendricks County high school students. They will have their artwork on display. And we will also be having a performance from the local Plainfield High School Bells and Bows. I'm really excited for this year. Uh, I went 
I went to this uh, to the gallery opening last year, and it was packed, and there was so much great art. It's mm-hmm. I think the second most art that we have in the gallery after uh, Arts Gala. Mm-hmm. There's so, tons. Yeah, there's there's a lot, and it's all from local high school students from all over the county. Yeah. So be sure to come check it out either on the opening date or any time that the gallery will be in in place throughout the month. Since the weather has been so lovely, <clears throat> I'll take this time to advertise our new story walk book. This month we have Full of Fall by April Pulley Sayre, and it's a really fun book, and it's really neat to look at with all the trees and leaves changing in Hummel Park. While we're talking about uh, children's resources, um, what do you have going on on uh, November the 16th? We have a bilingual story time. Ooh. And we have recently hired a new employee, Evelyn, who is bilingual. So she will be here reading a story in English and in Spanish. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool thing to be doing. Yes. And we're hoping it's a wild success because we are planning on starting a monthly one starting Ooh. in February. Awesome. That's very cool. Uh, on the adult side of things, we've also got a new program starting up. We're introducing the Pulitzer Book Club. Uh, I'll be leading it, and the idea behind it is we will be reading the Pulitzer Prize winner for fiction for every year starting in 1980. Are you going in order? We are going in order. Uh, we'll be skipping a couple, but we're starting with uh, the 1980 winner, The Executioner's Song by Norman Mailer. And uh, we hope it will lead to a really nice discussion on several topics. Uh, first of all, what is fiction? So I hope you join me on November 19th at 6.30 for our first, uh, our first Pulitzer Book Club. That's a Tuesday night. If you need help getting the book, let one of us at the front desk know. Is it Norman Mailer that was in Gilmore Girls? Yes. And yes, it was. he was so mad because he just took over and kept drinking iced tea. Yeah, iced tea the whole time. And she was so mad at him. Yeah, yeah. And she and just the, kept yelling, Norman Mailer! That was Norman Mailer. That would never have occurred to me. That's awesome. That, that, I was thinking the same thing. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. 100% <laughs> was Norman Mailer. I've never read any of his work, but that is how I know him. The know. iced tea drinker on Gilmore Girls. Same here. I think I should probably read the Executioner song. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic, and uh, it's, it's an interesting book to be looking at now in the... Uh, we're in the middle of a true crime boom. So it's one of the, the mm. classics of that genre, in my opinion. And uh, it's it's a really interesting book. It's It covers several narratives about the, uh, the story of Gary Gilmore, the, uh, who was executed in Utah in the mid-70s. So uh, check it out. It's really nice. And cheery. <laughs> I've never heard anybody describe a book about execution... <laughs> That's nice. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and take that out, Sorry. man. I'm... No, 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 no. You're fine. You're I was fine. like, don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's nice. It's really nice. You were trying to give a description. You did a good job. Well, what am I supposed to say? The book is the size of a doorstop? I was going to ask you how many pages it was. I was going to be like, and it's 1,100 pages. It looks like a cinder block. So what's going on in teen this month, Lauren? Well, we always have a lot going on, but there's a couple that I pulled out to talk about. So on... Monday, November 18th from 3.15 to 4.15, we have a cool Andy Warhol flowers program. So we're going to teach a little bit about Andy Warhol and his work, and then um, the teens will get a chance to paint their own 
um, recreations of one of his flower paintings. That's so awesome. I think that'll be really cool. Um, and then on Friday, November 22nd, we're doing DIY scrunchies. So I know scrunchies are back with a bang. So we are going to get some elastic and fabric and learn a little bit about sewing. And we are going to make our own scrunchies. Velour and satin, <laughs> I hope. Maybe not that fancy. We'll see. I'd like to highlight our newest resource, our newest electronic resource that we've added. We have added to our website A to Z Food America which is a really great database of regional cuisines and cultural cuisines from all across America. Uh, the Indiana section, for example, has some really fun things uh, that are de derived from German foodways. Uh, I know there's a recipe for pork tenderloin in there. Uh, there's a recipe for hot roast beef. There's a recipe I'm personally looking forward to trying, which is for Snickers salad. And... Uh, if you would like to try your hand at our state pie, the sugar cream pie, there's one for there, too. I'm also really excited about delving into the Louisiana section because I, I love Cajun food. Okay, I need to back up. What is Snickers salad? Snickers salad is Snickers candy bars cut up and mixed with Granny Smith apples, cream cheese, and whipped cream. So at least we got some apples in there, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's real healthy. <laughs> True health food there. I was going to say, between the meats and the sugars, we're, we got you covered. That would be a really cool resource for me to use. My family does cooking challenges, and we pick a theme, and we all compete. So we've had pizza night, quesadilla night, but maybe we should pick some regional cuisine and try this database out. That sounds so fun. Seriously. Oh, boy. So do you try everyone's food and vote? Mm-hmm. We're real competitive. Is it serious. blind? No. No? So so you can spite somebody in the voting? Hopefully not. Yeah. That's it's, really cool. We're, we take it very seriously. Our next one is outdoor cooking. You cannot use anything indoor. It has to be 100% campfire. We're not even going grill here. Wow. wow. Over the fire? That's really awesome. You know what you're doing? Not yet, but I checked out a campfire cookbook from the library to try out. Excellent. We've been getting a lot of good cookbooks recently. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a really good... It's a. It's been a really good fall for cookbooks. One that I've got checked out right now is the new book from Sean Brock, South, which has a lot of really excellent recipes in there. There's a great take on shrimp and grits that I'm really hoping to take on sometime next week. So, mm -hmm. And also, you know, with, with Thanksgiving coming up, we've got not just cookbooks coming, but we've also got all the food and cooking magazines are printing their Thanksgiving stories. I've already seen a turkey recipe in a... This month's Food and Wine, which you can see at the library and, and elsewhere, uh, that I'm really excited on trying this year. It's a simple smoked turkey. I think it was developed by Pink, the singer. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole menu of Pink's Thanksgiving in there this year, and uh, it's real interesting. That's awesome. I didn't know she was a turkey connoisseur. <laughs> also, while we're on it, there's a recipe for Brussels sprouts and Anthony Bourdain's appetites, which we have available here at the library that has become a staple in my family for Thanksgiving. Highly recommended. So, along with Thanksgiving is also shopping season for the holidays. On Saturday, November 23rd, from 1 to 4, we're going to have a technology open house. Our technology department will have some gadgets you might be interested in trying out for holiday gifts. I think that'll be really good, especially if you're trying to figure out the differences between everything or... Yeah, trying things out before you actually go buy them for someone. Exactly. 
because you don't want to fight the crowd at Best Buy. No, thanks. <laughs> You'll know exactly what the best option for streaming to your television is. <laughs> okay, so I've been excited this whole time to talk about books coming out in November because there are a lot. Um, we have a lot of trilogies in YA, in the world of YA, I guess, um, that are kind of closing up in November. It's super weird, but they're all coming out at once. So hopefully you don't like all of these series because otherwise you're just going to have to lock yourself in the house and read them all. Um, so Holly Black's trilogy, it's the Folk of the Air trilogy, it's coming to a conclusion with The Queen of Nothing. That comes out on November 19th. Uh, Marissa Meyer's Supernova, it's the Renegades trilogy finale. That comes out on November 5th. If you guys haven't read anything by her, she's done like The Cinder, um, all of those. It's all sci-fi and fantasy and all those things wrapped into one. The Renegades trilogy is pretty cool. It's about people with uh, superpowers. And so um, it's good people versus, or it's the good versus the bad, of course. But one of the quote-unquote bad girls gets into the good team and she's trying to take them out from within but she's starting to see that maybe um, she's been lied to about things that have happened in the past and things like that so I'm curious to see what's in that third one supernova Brandon Sanderson this isn't a a trilogy conclusion but he has the next one in his Skyward uh, series it's called Starsight I know a lot of adult uh, readers like Brandon Sanderson so a lot of them come down to YA to read his couple of uh, YA series. So that one comes out on November 26th. And then the one I'm most excited for is Neil Shusterman's The Toll, which is the conclusion to the Ark of a Scythe trilogy. Uh, that comes out on November 5th as well. And you guys, if you've listened to any podcasts, have heard me talk about Neil Shusterman. <laughs> and lo and behold, I'm on vacation. So it looks like mm-hmm. I could read that book that week. Well, no spoilers for me. I don't know when I'll get my hands on it. So I'm excited for it. Um, and then on that same day, November 5th is a big day, I guess, for all of these YA books. Maggie Stiefvater is coming out with a new book. It's not um, a continuation of any series, but it's kind of like a, a side series. So she's starting a, a Dreamer trilogy. It deals with Ronan Lynch. He's a character from her Raven Boys series, and he is a dreamer. Um, this book is called Call Down the Hawk, by the way. Um, and so he is a dreamer, so that means he can pull things, both good and bad, from his dreams into reality. Um that has come into play a lot in the Raven Boy series, but this one adds a couple of new characters. So there's Jordan Hennessy. Um, they're a thief that becomes uh, tied to dream objects the closer she comes to them. Then there's Carmen Farouk Lane. She is a hunter. Her brother was a dreamer, but also a killer. So she knows uh, what bad things can come from dreamers as well, and so she's trying to like get closer and take care of some stuff, but apparently there is some destruction that's about to be unleashed that's not just Ronan's um, dreaming abilities, so I'm curious to see what all happens in that one. So I'm really excited for all of these big books coming out soon. Have any of you guys been reading anything good recently? I haven't been reading anything for me, but I am participating in The Thousand Books Before Kindergarten with my son. We are at 485, not that I'm counting. (laughs) All right. We have to count for that. And we are taking the challenge more seriously than we need to, and we are not counting rereads. Although if you reread the same book 10 times a week, you get to count it 10 times. But I feel as a librarian, I should hold myself to a slightly higher (laughs) standard, and it's killing me counting each individual title. That's awesome. We've got some uh, some big buzzed about books from familiar authors coming out in November as well. Uh, on the fifth, we'll get the newest one from Clive Cussler, Final Option, and uh, another one from Mary Higgins Clark, Kiss the Girls and Make Them Cry. The next week, uh, the new Janet Ivanovich drops. I know a bunch of you will be pumped on that. <laughs> Twisted Twenty Six. Oh man, is that Janet Plum? 
All right. That is Janet Stephanie Plum. Plum? Stephanie Plum. It's a Plum. <clears throat> My apologies. All you Plum heads are going to come for me. And on the 19th, expect the new David Baldacci, A Minute to Midnight. Personally, on my on my list of things to look out for, and I need to look up the title and the, the release date for it, is the new Aaron Morgenstern book. Uh, I really loved her, her first novel, uh, The Night Circus, which was really, really well received when it came out a few years back. I didn't know she was writing something else. Yeah, she's got a new book coming out. Uh, it's called The Starless Sea. And it looks like, uh, as a librarian, it's going to be very close to my heart. The entire story revolves around, well, stories and books and the uh, the magic that can be found within. And it looks like that one is also coming out on November 5th. So in one week from today's recording. I'm stoked, genuinely. I said I've been in a reading rut lately, but what I find super helpful are the videos we post on Tuesday to Facebook with Lauren McPike talking about new books. I maybe shouldn't be advertising this since I have two books checked out from the most recent one that I haven't started yet, Um, but I'm very, very excited to try them. What's everybody geeking out about right now? Well, as a continuation from our last podcast, I talked about that Clue book that was coming out in October. Um, I have not been able to get my hands on that, but since I was thinking about the old clue like whodunits that I read when I was a kid, I checked them all out from our surrounding Evergreen libraries, <laughs> and uh, I've been reading through those. Um, so I guess you could say I'm geeking out about clue right now. Um, I also saw in the rumor mill that they might be making a new clue movie. So I, I am really excited if that's true, um, because it'd be Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman which I think would be a great combo for that movie. That would be so exciting. Starting a petition for Nick Offerman as Colonel Mustard. Oh my goodness, oh yes, my definitely. Goodness. I would love that. So geeking out, I guess this kind of goes into it. I'm slowly, very, very slowly reading um, a book called Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered. <laughs> it is a uh, book written by two ladies that started a podcast several years ago that a couple of my coworkers uh, got me to start listening to. It's a true crime podcast, and they both deal with quite a bit of anxiety and use true crime to kind of work through that anxiety. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of an odd thing, but they use humor and true crime to kind of deal with the anxiety surrounding uh, everyday life. So I'm slowly moving through it. It's really well written. Um, I can hear their voices when I'm reading it. Um, But as far as podcasts go, um, I love that one. And I also love The Murder Squad. I don't know if you guys are at all familiar Mm -hmm. with that. Um, It is Jensen, Billy Jensen, and Paul Holes. If you have heard anything about the Golden State Killer that was caught, um, I think it was last year. Was that Um, the one with DNA testing? Yes. Um, D'Angelo, I forget the guy's first name, but he was the um, Golden State Killer (laughs) that was going around killing people for a stretch of time in California. But Paul Holes was one of the main people that helped close that case. And he has his own podcast now where they work on cold cases. So that's what I've been geeking out about. So uh, with 
with Halloween coming up, I've actually been revisiting a, a couple of my favorite artists that make more fall and horror-themed uh, music. Uh, this is the one week of the year where I allow myself to listen to the music of the Misfits. And uh, I've, I've made it through the discography a couple of times over the past few days. And uh, I've also been, you know, revisiting AFI, one of my favorite bands of all time. Just great semi-macabre uh, punk rock. Um, Alkaline Trio. Oh, what are the other fun ones? So, yeah, that's that's been my playlist. Oh, The Mighty Mighty Ink and Dagger. Highly recommend. I love the 7-inch. The uh, bury this 7-inch steak in my Philadelphia heart. And it's just some some fun fun listening material if you're looking for specific cds definitely check out afi's black sales on the sunset did you say you only listen to the misfits one week a year yeah it's weirdly specific well i mean if you listen to the music you'd understand i guess we'll have to listen to it after this <laughs> but only for one week you only have a few days left. The Danzig era stuff and their songs on American Psycho that are that are fire. Namely Dig Up Her Bones and the title track. Mm, Alright. <laughs> Looks like that's our time for this month. Don't forget to pick up our new library guide that covers November through January from anywhere you get your library guides. We got them at the front desk. We got them all over town. You can view them on our website. Oh, that's true. And come come join us for a program. We got several.